Welcome to another episode of the Head of Nations podcast. I'm your host, Brian, and across from me is your co-host, Ben. So, Ben, what's new in your nations this week? Well, the plague descended again, (laughs) but what's awesome is a thing called immunity. And my wife and I, so so far, I mean, we've been spared, and so that is awesome. (laughs) It's like, I mean... If we're, when we're all sick, it's the worst, you know, you're just like trying to not die and, you know, trying to make sure everybody else is surviving. But, oh man, it is like when this, when your kids are sick, it's, it's like, t- it affects, I feel like every area of, of our lives. We're both, I mean, we're working parents, you know, my wife mm-hmm. works, I work. So it's like, okay, kids are homesick. What do we do? You know? Um, who stays home today. Um, so just kind of like a lot of those, co- just navigating those waters, having those conversations like, okay, so what do you got going on? What is most important today? <laughs> who can stay home? Um, you know, and uh, it, it's, I'm glad this week is is wrapped up and the weekend is, is approaching. So <laughs> that's it, Brian. Wow, yeah, we have been there before. We're not currently there right now. This week in my nation's, Really what I'm working on is more spiritual this week mm-hmm. and is trusting God, which is ironic because you had talked kind of about that, but I'm trying to work on trusting God in the midst of things that seem difficult. I had a, I've had some you know, difficult situations here and there, and sometimes there's situations where I know in and of myself and in and of my own wisdom and abilities, I may not be able to navigate it well. So it's been interesting as I've been stretched more this year where I've had to say, you know, God, please help. Mm-hmm. I know what your will is. I know what your plan is. I know you want unity. I know what, what you desire for everyone. Please help me achieve that through you mm-hmm. because in myself, I can't do that. And so I've had to recognize that more. There are limitations that I have in my flesh, in my humanity that I just cannot overcome without God's help. Mm-hmm. And so praying for that and trusting in his ability to do that and his goodness to do that for me has really been something I've been striving for this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're at this point in the year too, that January, February, someone, someone actually just said this the other day to me and it was totally random. And he was just like, you know, how's, how's this part of the year going for you? And I'm like, yeah, it's all right. You know, like it could, it could be a lot worse, you know? Um, and a lot better, but you know, he was like, my, my employer once told me, he was like, never leave a job in January and February. Like, and, uh, <laughs> cause it, it's like, those seem to be the months, you know, that's just like, you want to, f- you want to flee. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, he was like, you know, Hey, just stay the course, man. Just stay the course. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you're right. Once the weather starts turning and warming up, things, things get better. I don't know. Maybe it's just the, you know, the hope of summer, you know, I don't know. But eh. Yeah, I think there is just that overall when it's dreary, especially in our area, it's mm-hmm. dreary, it's gray, it's cold, but not like Minnesota cold, yeah, but it's still yeah, chillier. Yeah. And so there's not a whole lot to look forward to outside. Mm-hmm. And there is something to be said for natural light. Yes. Yeah. All right. So let's move on to passage of the week this week and the passage of the week is in Psalm 36. This is actually something we read last night in family devotions. And I was like, I need to put this today as we record as the passage of the week. So in Psalm 36, we're going to start in verse five, but in the previous verses, David's talking about 
the wicked and how the wicked are always plotting to do bad. And he then switches course here in verse 5, and he says, Your love, O Lord, reaches to the heavens, your faithfulness to the skies, your righteousness is like the mighty mountains, your justice like the great deep. O Lord, you preserve both man and beast. How priceless is your unfailing love. Both high and low men find refuge in the shadow of your wings. So the evil are plotting all this bad stuff, but God takes care of us, which kind of lines up with, for me, just what I've been trying to learn to do better this week is trusting that God has me and that God will help me navigate any situation I have, no matter what, whether it's small, big, that God's got me and he takes care of me. He takes care of both man and beast. So what are your thoughts? Yeah, I think of the amount of of effort I spend praying, Lord, deliver me, take me out, take me away. Like, and just usually never happening. <laughs> That's just ne- <laughs> he's, he's never like, okay. <laughs> he's mm-hmm. like, no, I'm going to keep you there and you're going to be the man I need you to be in, mm-hmm. in, in, in the midst of it. You know, you're going to be the, my, my witness. And that is, it's a, it's blessed work. Mm-hmm. But it's grueling at times. Yeah. Where you're tempted to be the double-minded man um, tossed by the wind. And it's just like, no, like, you know, I mean, there's this verse in, in Psalm 86. It's you unite my heart to fear you, to fear your name. Um, make me single minded in that effort, you know, that I'm not tossed in, in, into doubt and despair. And I think that's, well, that's what I want my son and my sons and my daughter. But we're talking about sons today. Mm-hmm. I want, that's what I, I think a man ought to be, right? Yeah. yeah. That's a good segue. Heck Almost yeah. seamless. I, <laughs> <laughs> well done. <laughs> so, yeah, we were talking about, last week we talked about raising daughters, and this week we're talking about raising sons. I actually thought about doing this a few weeks later, and we have a listener request we need to get to next time we have an episode between the two of us. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll tell you that off air because it's going to be a doozy. Jackpot. So, but this week we're talking about raising sons, and I think that that is the particular challenge of raising sons is that, Personally, I think teaching them to rest in the suffering. Because part of being a man is learning how to suffer well. Mm. I think that's just part of being a man is bearing that suffering. And not just your own suffering, by the way, but bearing the suffering of others and helping them bear those burdens as well. But I want to not get too far ahead of myself. And I wanted to kind of go to Proverbs. Mm. As, look, your, your Bible's open there too. So Proverbs. And the Proverbs, I think, are very instructive for raising sons because if you look at proverbs after you get through the first seven verses it says in verse eight proverbs one listen my son to your father's instruction and do not forsake your mother's teaching they will be a garland to grace your head and a chain to adorn your neck okay well let's hop to chapter two Mm -hmm. my son if you accept my words and store up my commands within you like he's starting out my son Chapter three, my son, do not forget my teaching, but keep my commands in your heart, for they will prolong your life many years and bring you prosperity. Chapter four, listen, my son, to a father's instruction. Chapter five, my son, pay attention to my wisdom. Chapter six, my son, and he's going on and on and on, and it starts chapter seven, my son. Now we get a little break in chapter eight, but a lot of this we see, and 
you'll hear people say that was just common way of teaching in that era is just like my son listen but i really think there's something instructive here where it's not just broadly to any man out there any young man but also i think this is very fatherly wisdom to a son on how to act in the world righteously as a man so i wanted to hear your thoughts broadly first about proverbs and then we'll get into specific ideas after that yeah, the, the paternal instruction there is throughout, um, and the, the, the mandate, hear instruction and be wise, do not neglect it. What follows are, are words like this, blessed are those who keep my ways. Blessed is the one who, who listens to me. And I, you know, I remember an old teacher telling me that, um, you know, the Hebrew word for blessing is, you know, uh, has its it's it's like happy you know it's yeah. like the word happy happy the ones that do it's like you know it, it's such it's such a lie to say that the things that you know the foolish things bring bring happiness when it's like those things yeah maybe uh, maybe for a second and then you you realize that you're in like the pit you know after your foolish decisions um you know after their after they bear the fruit uh their fruit is often sour and leads you down to uh yeah to the pit but blessedness happiness is the way of of wisdom of you know listening to to a father's instructions so um yeah that's what i was thinking of that's good and I, I've actually heard that as well, and I've done the word study, and it basically is like you're really happy or yeah. joyful, which is actually excellent when you think about it. Yeah. It's, it's good to be blessed, but when that blessedness is happiness, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, sometimes we're like, oh, we're being blessed and following, you know, mm -hmm. following the Lord, and it just like hurts. I'm so blessed. I feel blessed. <laughs> yeah, this is different. Yeah. yeah. This is different. So the three things... For me as a dad, I want to teach my son broadly are to protect others, protect the weak, protect those under your, really under your care, to provide for those that you have a responsibility to provide for, and to preside, and I'm, this is language that I've heard other people use as well, but preside over your household or that over which you have rulership or responsibility over. So this is my like three main goals as a dad, is to teach my son to protect, provide, and preside. And I want to kind of get into what that looks like practically in Proverbs. It's going to be really broad today. I mean, we don't have a ton of time. Maybe we should do a deeper dive one day when we've got two or three hours. We can just pull a really long session. But if you look at Proverbs chapter 1, one of the first things that he's going to say when he gets into, he says, listen, my son. Then he goes into verse 10. My son, if sinners entice you, do not give in to them. So one of the things that is really important, I think, is teaching our sons to avoid sin. Teaching them to avoid sin. I mean, really, I would say that's a whole lot of Proverbs is just, you should avoid these sinful sin situations, avoid people that'll try to drag you down into sin, don't even entertain sinful thoughts, but in general, avoid sin. I think that's one of the main principles that we see here. And then also, be wise. Be wise. That's chapter two. If you look at it, be wise. And we'll get to some 
precise ways how to do that in a little bit. All right, number three is trust God, which is what I'm trying to work on in my life right now, but I also try to instill that in my son. And really, we have these conversations sometimes of, okay, this has happened, or this may seem like a bad thing right now, but let me tell you examples from my life that I've had to navigate where, in retrospect, I realize now that God had my best interest in mind, where I had to suffer, I had to walk a hard road, but God did truly use it for good. So I'm able to do that and show that I should trust God. And really, you think about Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy chapter 6, where their instruction, you know, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. And then it goes into, talk about these things with your kids. When you're on the road, when you're in your homes, always be bringing this up to your children. And when they ask you about this, say to them, this is here because the Lord delivers us. When they ask you, why do we do this? Because the Lord delivered us out of the house of slavery, out of the house of Egypt, right? So there's this instruction that should be being delivered from fathers to sons to trust in the Lord. The third one that I see is in chapter 7. And I think this is an important lesson to sons from fathers, and that's to avoid sexual sin. Here's Solomon saying, basically, hey, listen, there's going to be temptation. Don't even go anywhere near it at all. Don't go down the road where you know there's going to be temptation. Don't follow the example of the person I'm talking about that made these mistakes because it's going to end poorly. It's going to take you down to the grave. So avoid sexual sin. And then I think one of the main things we see in Proverbs overall is treating others well. One of my favorite Proverbs, I think it's hilarious, and I don't, I don't know how you've navigated Proverbs before. I'm sure you've read through it a lot, but there's one about blessing your neighbor really loudly early in the morning, where if you bless your neighbor really loudly early in the morning, he'll take it as a curse. And so I think about that where, you know, if it's 3 a.m. and you're like, I'm being a great neighbor. Hey, good morning, neighbor. And, you know, this grass or something. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Being loud and obnoxious when you think you're, yeah, you're serving your neighbor cutting his grass or you're dropping something off nice for your neighbor at 2 a.m. They're going to take that as a curse. And there are a lot of passages in Proverbs about how to treat others well. And I think that's one of the things that we want to instill in our sons is, Make sure that you're treating others well. That really, part of leadership is relationship building. And the more I get involved in leadership roles, the more I realize that, that leading is about building relationships, and you build relationships through treating others well. So those would be the really the lessons that I see. And there are others, but I just want to give you some time as well to speak on your thoughts. But don't sin, trust God, avoid sexual sin, treat others well and be wise. Yeah. Yeah. I have, uh, I have a list too. And I mean, these lists aren't extensive. Of course they're, you know, we we only have a couple minutes that we're going to talk about these things, but yeah, I have, I have three things. The first thing um, I say, I would like my, my young, my sons to be men of truth who know it, who are guided by it, don't waver in it and can live and lead others in it and by it. 
who can make good decisions in light of it. You know, that's, I mean, that's what I, w- I want my sons not to entertain a lie. I want them to be, to know what is true and then be able to not only like articulate it and defend it in that way, but like, but no, like they're going to see a lie, people living a lie, and then even being forced to, you know, to, to accept a lie. I want them to be strong enough to say that's, that's not true. And be, and that will make them. I think in, 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 that will flow into these other. Uh, I don't know what they're called characteristics, but let's keep going. Um, want men to hate evil out of fear of the Lord, and that's actually coming from eight um, Proverbs eight. Um, it says the fear of the Lord is hatred of evil, and so when evil raises its ugly head i want them to put it down i I want them to to recognize it to not to not tolerate it from within and outside of them so that they would be men who confront evil not delighting in it and entertaining it you know and thinking about how they can get it or whatever how they could use it to their benefit i want them to despise it and to cut its head off yeah Mm. that's what i'm looking for in my sons and the last one would be men of responsibility who take responsibility for their actions right or wrong who own them and that is something that is i'm i'm still growing in that um, you know, ask my wife you know, whenever my own shortcomings, you know, are, are put into, you know, are brought to light and put in my face, man, I'm quick to make an excuse. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, no, um, that is, I mean, and she sees that she sees like that, Hey, you're making a, an excuse. And I'm just like, dang it. <laughs> you're right. So I'm just, I'm, tr- I'm trying, you know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm broken, but I'm, I'm being redeemed. So, um, yeah. Men of responsibility who take responsibility for their actions, right or wrong, who don't make excuses, that I think is a, is a good demonstration of, of real humility and strength. A man who can just own it and apologize or own it and, and be awesome. Right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> now, here's where it's going to get to the hard part. I think the way forward in raising sons is through modeling the behaviors you want to see in your sons. And that's the hard part for me. I try to model excellence in everything that I do, but I'm also human. And so this is where, do you want your son to protect and stand up for other people? Then you need to protect and stand up for other people. So I'm going to share something really quickly that's of little consequence, but we had a township meeting recently within the past few days, I actually kind of felt like I was in a movie where like there, there's a land developer coming in wanting to just build a ton of homes and we're rural. We're yeah. really rural and no one really wants that. And so we took the kids, my in-laws came, we all went, they were the only two kids there, by the way, it got a little rowdy. <laughs> oh. Yeah. And my kids wanted me to speak on their behalf at this meeting. And 
I'm not going to say I was an excellent speaker. I'm not going to say that, you know, I wowed the crowd. Which get he, a little, he probably they, did. They'd get a little bit of applause, but it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't like, you know, a ton of, it wasn't like a standing ovation, just a yes. little, little, yeah. little bit. Yeah. yeah. My wife made sure to point that one out too. She was like, you know, you only got a little bit of applause. <laughs> so I was like, thank you very much. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, I was, I point out there were some people that got no applause. So hey, I'm just saying. Yes. Yeah. So anyway. I had to honor, I felt bound to honor their request. They're like, we can't talk here. Can you talk on our behalf and say these things for us? And at a rowdy meeting where there are a lot of people there, and I think most of the people were on the same side, but there were people with differing opinions. There's a cop there ready to taste someone that gets too rowdy, you know? And I was like, yeah. And so I spoke on their behalf. I also spoke on my wife and my own behalf as well. And that was something where I had to, I had to take that responsibility. I had to do something that was difficult and model that because how can, if if I would say, you know, I really don't want to do that. I know you want me to, Mm -hmm. what am I teaching my son? Dodging his responsibility. Mm -hmm. My responsibility is to represent my children. And so I had to do that. And I can't expect my son to live that out if I don't live that out. So I think modeling patience, if we want our son to be patient or our sons to be patient, modeling care for others we need to live that if we expect them to live that responsibility like not being lazy all these things that i think are important we as dads can't say do as i say not as i do we have to say especially and this is such a huge responsibility sometimes that i don't think i think about it enough you know paul says follow me as i follow christ paul says look at me Watch what I'm doing. This is how to be a Christian. Mm-hmm. We're called to do that as dads, spiritually and physically, emotionally, mentally. We're called to say, follow me. And so if we can't say that, with some humility, obviously, recognizing that we're fallen human beings, but if we can't say that with some confidence, then I think we need to get our house in order mm-hmm. and make sure that we can confidently say, I may not always be right, but I'm doing what I think is right before God, and I repent when I don't. Follow me. Yeah. Follow me, sons. If we can't say that, that should be a gut check, yeah. and we need to get on the right track. Yeah. Yeah. And so, sometimes you're following Christ. It's it's at a crawl, you know. <laughs> like, I mean, and, yeah. But you know what? What they're they're seeing they're seeing you get get up and get after him again, you know. Mm-hmm. And and I think that is that will speak even louder than a dad who does everything. You know, my son once called me perfect and I was like, you <laughs> check yourself right uh-huh. now, boy. <laughs> like, be, because like, it's just not the case. And so they'll eventually they will see, you know, they'll see you fall and stumble. And I think that's when, man, that lesson right there is going to speak very loudly to them. Will, will he get back up? Will he pursue Christ again? You know, let him see it, let him see the fall and let him see you get back up and get after him again. Amen. What a way to close it. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. We appreciate our listeners. If you'd like to leave a written review, we'd love to hear from you. And if you'd like to support the show, feel free to go to headofnations.com and click the support tab. And we really thank our supporters for your support. And as always, remember, we are the head of our nations. So let's go live like it. Until next time.